This time on Holy Ghost Notes. My favorite band is Smash Mouth. It's pretty bad. Nice knowing you, Tim. I just want to feel it. I sound like an idiot. We couldn't have set that one up better. (laughs) What up, ghosties? This is JB Brubaker. I play guitar in the same band that metalcore drum lord Matt Griner plays in. You wouldn't know that, though, because Matt and Tim have never asked me to be on their podcast, which is odd to me because I have a lot of thoughts and theories on the snare drum, specifically ghost notes. Like, what is the most ideal velocity for a ghost note? At what velocity does the hit no longer classify as a ghost note, but rather as a regular snare hit? I've debated this very topic ad nauseum in my own inner circle, which I started when Matt was around episode 25 or so, of Holy Ghost Notes. I knew he wasn't going to let me in. I'm in your freaking band, dude. Gift me a Patreon sub, all right? I know I have some thoughts and ideas that would really push the envelope of what you guys would classify as conventional snare drum theory. I'm just saying. And if you want to dig into my own philosophies on drumming, you can come join my own inner circle, which is free, by the way, and can be found at facebook.com backslash Holy Ghost Notes Two. That's the number two at the end. We are a small but growing community focused on our favorite percussion sound, the ghost note. So I know you want to join, but okay, I got to go before Matt gets back. He's in the shower and I am sorry Matt has deprived you all of my drumming intelligence for the past 99 episodes, but I'm thankful for this rare opportunity to showcase myself on this podcast. Also, quick plug for you. I'll be seeing you guys at my upcoming clinic at the 48th annual PASIC convention in Indiana. I won't be playing, but I will be doing an hour-long deep dive on ghost note theory. So you're going to want to be there. (sighs) All right. Back to your regularly scheduled HGPC programming. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Tim and my man, Schmitty. You know, the one and only Matt Griner, <laughs> my co-host. This is the Holy Ghost Notes podcast, and we are kicking off episode 100. We're in the triple digits now. Matt, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. <laughs> that was really good, Tim. So <laughs> we've had this game for a little while where... I submit two words, and you have to say them during the recording of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And you do the same for me, and you just knocked one out in record time. <laughs> That's <was> the fastest <laughs> ever. <laughs> that was really good. Wow. Mm. Well, here we are, episode 100. It is uh, an incredible milestone. I, I'm, I'm sitting here just uh, kind of, I don't know, I... I'm on tour, so a part of me is excited to be doing my job and playing drums and traveling the country. But another part of me is just trying to remember <clears throat> episode one and the first week that we started this. And it feels like a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I feel like I owe you, Tim, a thank you for giving me a call that day and starting this podcast. On a serious note, <clears throat> this podcast has been instrumental in my life in capturing um, 
a lot of growth along the way. When I started this podcast with you, I was in a tough spot and it, we had the unique advantage or opportunity <clears throat> to record our conversations in the midst of figuring out what was going on. Like, how, how yeah. do I, how do I trust people again? How do I um, believe what people say, especially inside the church, especially Christians and us being in similar situations without even really knowing about it, starting the podcast was helpful to me because I had someone to talk to. And then yeah. even more than that, you look at the different tiers. <laughs> it's like we had other people who were listening to us talk about what we were going through in our faith and also just trying to get better as drummers. And I guess we would say continuing the conversation, the inner circle yeah. in particular. So mm -hmm. I, I'm just sitting here in this hotel on tour in Ohio, really proud and, and really thankful to yeah. be in this situation. And I feel like the best place to start this podcast is just to say thank you to you. You are the man who has pulled all this together behind the scenes. And I've just been fortunate to be sitting here recording it with you. And, and, and I really appreciate wow. that. So thank you. I've never well, thank, thank said you, that man. to you before. And uh, <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty appropriate time to do that. So, yeah. Well, that means a lot. I um, <clears throat> couldn't think of anyone else that I'd want to do it with, and I'm just glad that, uh, you know, when I when I called you, that you were down for it, and I didn't have to look for anyone else. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no, all kidding aside. Uh, no, seriously, we've... <laughs> we <laughs> kind of no, really, kidding. We, kind it's, of. It's, no, I'm serious. I, I don't think... I think if you had shot it down that day... <laughs> I probably would have, I, actually, I know I would have just been like, okay, it's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do it. There was no, you know, there was no question in my mind because what I, what I envisioned for Holy Ghost Notes was our conversations. You know, what I felt was special were the conversations that we had that were completely unrelated to anything else that we were doing, you know, mm -hmm. and Obviously, you know, that was brought on by collaborating on the nonprofit and stuff. But ultimately, like, it was completely separate because we were calling each other like, hey, this is this is what I was thinking about today. And it was, you know, had nothing to do with <laughs> growing a nonprofit business. It was just like it was special. <laughs> and it true. was something that it was something that, uh, you know, I mean, I've had I've had clo I have close friends, you know, and I have. I've had great conversations and I've had, um, lots of life changing moments with people that I really care about. Um, but there is just something different about our conversations that I found special and, um, interesting. And, um, like I, I've, I've said it in many episodes, but it was like the definition of like the iron sharpens iron in my mind like when i talked to you i was growing it wasn't a conversation that was simply enjoyable or good or deep it was actually something that helped me grow made me want to be a better person so you're thanking me i could thank you exactly the same way because uh mm -hmm. somehow uh for some reason you decided to say yes 
and start this with me and somehow we've gotten to a hundred episodes of uh iron sharpening conversation and mm-hmm. um that uh, you know i i know it's impacted the people listening but more than anything else i know that it's impacted me it's helped me grow it's challenged me it's made me think about things differently and um so yeah man thank you that's and uh, and thank you to everyone listening because mm-hmm. um we definitely you know we'd probably still be having these conversations um but we probably would have called it quits very early on had there not been such great uh feedback great questions uh challenging questions mm-hmm. um and then of course this amazing community of people uh that are helping us grow and keeping us going so yeah thank you to the inner circle thank you to our listeners you guys are uh are awesome and we can s- like 100 percent say that we would not have gotten here we would not still be doing this if it weren't for you guys so mm-hmm. can i read you something yeah. i wrote back in 2013 that aligns pretty well with why i do this podcast yeah okay please all right, so I, <clears throat> I wrote this back about 10 years ago. And um, <clears throat> I, I thought about reading this, and I thought, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to read this during the recording. And then I thought about it again, and I went back and forth a lot. And the reason I'm going to read it is because it, it really um, helps to explain this thing you were just talking about, actually, where I, th- I thought most people had the kinds of conversations we used to have back and forth. Mm. But we were pretty young at the time, and so we didn't realize that it was fairly uncommon to have someone in your life who you can get real with and someone that can hold you accountable, almost like a person who's mentoring you, except mm. there's not an aspect of authority or someone acting in a condescending manner. It's just someone who's open to hearing you and then telling you the truth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so back when we had started the nonprofit together, we just kind of assumed that, oh, there's, there are probably lots of people that I could have conversations with like that. Much like when I started playing drums, I thought a lot of people had something like drumming. Mm -hmm. I really actually believed that everybody had something that was that unique in their life. It was an escape. It was a getaway. It was, it was challenging, the hardest thing they'd ever done. They can invest all their energy into it. And only in my early 20s, after playing for, I don't know, seven years or eight years, did I realize that not everyone had something like hmm. I have drumming. And so I was on tour, and I, and I wrote what I'm about to read you. Um, I think it just does a good job of summing up why I love doing this podcast and why it's yeah. very important to me and, and, and why I'm proud to uh, be reaching this milestone today. So it's called There Really Is a Tree. If you were to see into my mind at given moments throughout my life, you'd notice a trend of thought. I want to live a meaningful life. Everyone imagines him or herself accomplish, him or herself accomplishing things in life. If you're anything like me, you have dwelled on the improbability that you can actually accomplish everything your heart finds passion in pursuing. When I was 15 years old, I picked up a pair of drumsticks and I set out to be the best drummer I could be. 
Two years later, I started August Burns Red in my basement. Ten years later, I am still looking for the challenge and playing drums and hoping to make an impact in the music genre and on other younger musicians. Ten years, 40 countries, five continents, five full-length CDs, and I'm sitting here thinking about just how implausible of an idea it is that I'd be remembered and not forgotten when everything burns up in the death of the sun. In other words, if life, if this life is all there is, then what difference does it make if you pick up a pair of sticks and practice four hours a day or just get by practicing once a month? J.R.R. Tolkien knew this feeling well. I'll never have the luxury of hearing it from him personally. But I think the pressures of time weighed down on him so much so that he wrote a short story to console himself. That short story is called Leaf by Niggle and is about a character named Niggle who represents Tolkien in the story. The word Niggle is really just a word describing the act of working in, in an ineffective way, spending time unnecessarily on petty details. The way I see it, Tolkien knew one of his own flaws was his unhappiness in life, brought on by his endless pursuit of perfection. In the story, we come to find out that Niggle was a painter. He set out to paint a picture, starting with a picture of a leaf, then of an entire tree, and then of an entire country with forest and mountains in the background. His canvas was so big, by the time he had laid out all of his ideas, he needed a, <laughs> he needed a ladder to reach it all. At, and as you read the short story, you're told that he was conscious of a wretched journey, which he knew he couldn't avoid. He didn't want to go on the journey, but he had no way of getting out of it. It becomes obvious as you read on that this particular journey was death itself. He knew that death would come eventually, but he was convinced he must get this one picture done before he set out on that journey. He worked on the canvas, finishing a leaf here and another leaf there. He was the kind of painter who could paint leaves much better than trees. And this was one of his two troubling problems. No matter how hard he pushed, and persevered, he completed very little painting. His second problem is that he was generous and benevolent. Niggle was easily persuaded into helping his neighbors that were in need of his labor. He eventually became sick from helping his neighbor in cold and rainy weather. This event persuaded him that it was finally time he set out on his journey. His life had come to an end. In a memorable moment in the story, he realizes the reality of the situation. Oh dear, he said, it's not even finished. After his death, he finds himself on a train headed towards the afterlife. He hears two voices speaking into his ear. One voice is justice and the other is mercy. Justice abrasively tells Niggle that he wasted so much time and accomplished so little in his lifetime. Mercy, on the other hand, affirms him in his decision to sacrifice for others regardless of the personal cost. Soon after, he reaches the end of his journey and sees the tree, his tree. He sees the leaves and the branches and the trunk and the massive, unmatched beauty of it all. After reading Tolkien's short story, I felt like maybe, just maybe, Tolkien and I experienced some of the same feelings in life. And then I thought about Niggle some more and realized that we are all Niggle. We're all him, every one of us. In the story, you come to find out that the house in which he painted was sold. Only a few people admired the canvas on the wall with a beautiful leaf. It wasn't long until he was forgotten in the world before his death, before his journey. His hard work and diligent efforts to complete his painting had gone unfinished and proved beneficial to only a few people. However, in life thereafter, 
he found his tree, finished and grander than he could have ever imagined. He would get to enjoy it forever. I believe that every one of us has a vision of a tree that we can't shake. And levels deeper than anything else in our life is perhaps a picture that we set out to paint. Some of us only get a few leaves outlined and colored, while others make their way to the branches. In the end, the small bits of the big picture that we unveil to people on earth are a vision of the true and everlasting life after death. Drumming is a talent that God gave me before I even knew it was there. I aspire to accomplish and perfect the type of musician I set out to be since I first picked up those sticks. <laughs> the reality is this. No matter how astronomical my accomplishments in life, they won't be an empire that's left standing long after I'm dead and gone. The perfectionist in us creates enormous visions of the world we uniquely imagine and dream about living in, and few of us will ever come close to meeting the perfection we have in mind. But isn't it the case that even the best intentions, the most ambitious efforts, the most hopeful attempts will all end in nothing? Yes, that is correct, unless God truly exists. And if indeed the Christian God exists, then everything in life matters for all of eternity. Whether you are a musician or a lawyer, a college student or a single mother, you need to know that there really is a tree. You have your part to play in setting out to paint the parts of it you see in your heart. Perhaps you know the details of a leaf and can illustrate water drops and needles stemming off of it as if it's an inch from your face. Or maybe the branches that tower out like arms are the natural focus for you. Whatever your perspective, you are able to introduce God and to share the hope we have in him to others around you. In closing, Tim Keller, author of Every Good Endeavor, understands the freedom that Tolkien found in writing his short story. Keller discusses Leaf by Niggle and the introduction to his book about finding value in your work. He says, the whole tree that you seek, the beauty, harmony, justice, comfort, joy, and community will come to fruition. If you know all this, you won't be despondent because you can only get a leaf or two out in this lifetime. You will work with satisfaction and joy. You will not be puffed up by success or devastated by setbacks. Can we believe that about our lives? Whether you're a dishwasher or an astronaut, a, gr a garbage man or a doctor, you are responsible for completing your part of the painting and showing the world the part of the picture that only you can paint. Should you awake tomorrow to find your lungs still filled with air, let it serve as a reminder. If you see leaves all around you, then there really is a tree. Hmm. I love that. When we started this That's podcast, great. honestly, I had kind of forgotten about this writing and I had forgotten this idea that everything matters. And I had become despondent and apathetic and mm -hmm. cynical. We both did in, in some ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just, I thank God that I am at the place today where I've been able to talk my way through all of this on the podcast with you and get to where I am today. Yeah. And look back and, 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 and know that <clears throat> it was important that I went through the time that I did and that I learned what I did for a reason. And now here I am today and just really grateful that I get to be in this position. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's funny how, um, you know, 
it hits you at some point in life that we're all just figuring it out. You know, it's always, it's funny, you know, my son will ask me sometimes, you know, he, he looks up at adults like, like I did for a very long time. Like mm -hmm. we can do no wrong. We, we know what's right. And when we do wrong, it's like, it gives him a complex. You know, when I mess up, it's like, what? <laughs> How did, you know, you're an adult. Like you're, you know, and, and at some point in life, you realize like, we're all just figuring it out one step at a time. <laughs> um, and so true. A, step, a step further from that, like, what I love about you, what you wrote there is it's a really good picture of like the body of Christ and what the church, a picture of what the church is, you know, we each have a different role, something special that, um, that we bring to the table. And, and so often we butt heads as humans because we don't understand that like we feel so called to something specific and we feel like everyone should be called to that thing because we feel so strongly about it, you know, hmm. because God gave that to us. It's special. It's, it's innate. It's like, I need to follow this. I don't have a choice. Uh, that's how drumming is for us. It's, you know, it, it's like, how, how doesn't anyone else feel this strongly? about this craft it's it doesn't make sense but yet there's people who feel the same passion about other things that we could you know and so it's so important for us not to butt heads about these things and be like no drumming no guitar or no law i'm a lawyer no I, drums i'm a drummer you know like that that's that's the opposite we should be working together and just realizing you know God gave us this thing to do and God gave this person this thing to do and God gave this other person this other thing to do and it's all good. Can you believe that? All these different things, mm -hmm. they're all good <laughs> and they all have a part to play because as soon as like what, I forget exactly how the passage is written, but as soon as the ear starts to try to smell like the nose does, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, proceeds to fail at its role in hearing as soon mm -hmm. as the nose starts to try to see like the eye does it proceeds to fail at its role in smelling and it's like we all have a part to play and they're all very different but without everyone <laughs> it doesn't work um and it's just you know it's cool when you start when you start to realize okay this is my part and this is this person's part and it actually fits together like a puzzle piece and and you can't do it without them you know like it wouldn't have worked without them uh, I think you know? that's that's a really good point just about this podcast that mm -hmm. so often when, we, when we're recording, we're like, wait a second, the drum topic's supposed to be this and the God topic's supposed to be that. And somehow they're almost always connected in some way. Yeah, right. Because God gave us this ability. God gave us this gift. God gave us this desire, just like he gives other people other gifts and other desires. And like you're saying, <clears throat> it's connected because it all matters. It's all really important. It just so happens that for you and myself and a lot of our listeners, drumming is that thing that's really mm -hmm. important to us. And, and many of you listening are like, oh man, I, I love the drum topic. And as soon as that's done, 
I'm done with this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there are other of you okay. who listen yeah. and, and the drum topic's like, oh my gosh, it's so uh, nerdy or it's, I, I have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. I'm just going to fast forward to 35 yeah. minutes every episode. I feel like you're pretty mm-hmm. safe right there. What I think is just so cool is that, well, hold on a second. You can't really escape one or the other. They're, they're very connected because that's, that's how life is. God gave us these things to do. And, and when you talk to someone who says, well, I'm just so ready for, you know, uh, for the world to end. I'm ready for Jesus to come back. I'm ready to be done here. I don't, I don't know how to live here. It, it's, it's so foreign to me because <clears throat> there is, there's so much that's great about what we're given here on this planet, in this life to do. There's, there's mm-hmm. so much that's great. And, and <clears throat> I think that talking about drums on this podcast has helped me realize how much I've learned about drumming. But beyond that, obviously so much more about life. Yeah. Like when we're on tour and we have nowhere to stay and we're sleeping at somebody's house and we get lost and our van breaks down and our trailer blows a wheel bearing and I screw up a drum part and my drums are falling apart and a fan says something mean to me or there, there's just so many things that happen have happened through touring and drumming and, and the same for you that we've been able to talk about that bridges a gap to what you're saying, which is yeah. um, we're all connected regardless of our occupation, regardless of if drumming is our career or just a hobby, or if it's even a part of our life at all. Yeah. I really thought that, I really thought that this thing that I wrote 10 years ago was something I'd use for a lyric eventually for the band. I'm so glad I didn't because I kept it in its original format, which Mm. um, speaks to me today in a way that just shows me, you know, God put me in this position in the band and with this podcast for a reason. And it's not something that's just been here for four or five years. It's not something that started with the podcast. It's been ongoing for years, long mm-hmm. before we started this. Yep. That's right. So today we're going to do something special, and we're actually going to look back, uh, not, not quite 10 years, but we're going to look back to the very beginning of this podcast and relive some i feel like probably some pretty embarrassing moments Uh, i I have no idea what we're gonna (laughs) find but tim you had the idea to talk to the inner circle and see what the highlights are in their eyes and Mm -hmm. so you haven't heard these clips i haven't heard these clips and we're gonna hear them together for the first time and cringe <laughs> it's gonna be something <laughs> yep so i i uh i threw it out there the inner circle picked a bunch of clips uh i don't know what the parameters were necessarily um i said i, I don't even think i said like your favorite clips i think i just said you know your you know clips that you would like to have us listen to in in episode 100 um so we're basically gonna just react to things that we have said in I can't wait for past. this this is gonna be and, uh, so <laughs> we'll hard I have to no idea to. oh my yeah, god! No idea. Um, but we'll probably comment on them and uh, and maybe even maybe some of them will spark a conversation we'll, we'll see uh, we have no plans for this episode other than just reacting to these clips so mm-hmm. uh, I know that a lot has changed in four years so uh, yeah We'll, 
We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd probably so, say uh, my favorite band is Smash Mouth or something in, in the early something episodes. Something like that, you know? yeah. Jeez. Definitely wouldn't say that today. Uh, I think your favorite band still is Smash Mouth. We were listening to All Star earlier. Yeah, it was. You're right. <laughs> great song. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> it really is a great song. Okay, they're still my favorite band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't we just jump into it? Um, again, we don't really know what we're getting ourselves into, but we're going to listen to the clip. You guys will all listen along with us, and then uh, we will uh, see, see what happens. So this mm-hmm. first clip, uh, actually our first two clips are from episode nine. <clears throat> um, and all of these clips are varying lengths. So um, some of them will be really short and some of them will be a little bit longer. Uh, but either way, we're going we're gonna to have fun with this. So Matt, you ready for clip number one? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. It's, it's think, think, uh, think long term. You know, yep. don't think about today being the end of the world, okay? You don't have it figured out today. Work for something down the road. Yeah. I'd also say, like, give things a solid chance, you know? The good college, hmm. try. Don't, uh, if it doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> right away, doesn't seem like it's working, don't don't just uh, dismiss it right away, you know? Um, I found that to be... Okay. Okay. Yeah. The old college try. Yeah, college so try. I, I I think that, I don't know, I I feel like what we were saying, I'm trying to contextualize what we might have been yeah, talking here. about there in, in the drum. I feel like that was a drum topic thing. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know the context here. Uh, to be able to really speak into it uh, directly, but I think I need to listen to it again. Yeah, I'll, we can listen to that again. All right, here we go. It's, it's think, think, uh, think long term. You know, yep. don't think about today being the end of the world. Okay, you don't have it figured out today. Work for something down the road. Yeah. I'd also say, like, give things a solid chance. You know, the good college try. Don't, uh, if it doesn't feel comfortable right away, doesn't seem like it's working don't don't just uh dismiss it right away you know um i think it's a drum topic thing because you were just saying yeah i mean you were just saying it doesn't feel comfortable exactly yeah i was talking over top of you talking but it's like okay that what i said sounded more it could be it it could go either way which i think we're going to find with these clips i'm kind of Mm -hmm. excited to see how often we can determine if it is a drum topic (laughs) or a faith topic because the lines are blurred but we just um, created a game (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think um i think that's a point that i would stand by today I, i think i'm going to critique i'm going to react to these clips in a way where if it's still true today, I'm going to rate it as a B or a B plus. Um, okay. And if it's something that's just totally ignorant, then it gets a failing grade. No, yeah. nothing more to be said. And in that case, obviously, we're all just trying to figure it out. And 
I think it's actually what you said is pretty good advice, which is it doesn't have to be this way forever. Just try it. Mm-hmm. It's it it's not going to make a mark on you if if you adjust your spring tension full tilt as high as you can today and it doesn't work. It's okay. You can mm-hmm. always revert back to loose spring tension or whatever the case might be. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was about, I think, because I just looked up the episode title and topic, and it was Don't Fight, Just Play, which was our, for lack of better words, Dave Elitch topic about oh, cool. um, not fighting your body, but rather, you know, understanding how your body works and using it to your advantage. Um, so I don't remember exactly what we were talking about at the moment that clip was recorded, but I think I'd stand by what I what I said. I mean, I think it's a pretty passive comment. <laughs> if you ask me, like, it could really, <laughs> like, yeah, if you not, try it and don't like it, well, don't do it. Mm, you know, like, yeah. but, uh, but I, I think it's true. Like, you know, um, one way to progress is by trying things that are uncomfortable. And um, there doesn't have to be the idea that you need to continue doing that thing if it doesn't at some point become comfortable or if you don't feel like it's helping, you know, I think it's worth trying that thing, but then yeah, if it doesn't it's work, it's not for you. Answer it. for sure. It's, it's a softball it's, answer. You're right. It, but at the same time, it was at the same nine. time, we we're still getting, getting the feels, you know? <laughs> yeah. We well, I wasn't going to say a that strong stance I, on anything. Otherwise <laughs> people would stop listening. <laughs> yeah. I want to believe I was better than that, but at the same time, dude, that's hard to live out. Last night I played, I was just telling Annie, I played one of the most frustrating shows of my, of, of my, not my set. It was a set of my career last night. Mm, my really? trigger was misbehaving and I'd hit the kick drum and it would go and then Spencer would wow. adjust the trigger and I wouldn't get a kick signal. And so I'm adjusting how I'm playing, thinking, okay, maybe I can control this because I think it's a yeah. tuning thing or maybe the trigger's not mounted right. And you're just trying everything you can. This sounds like tongue-in-cheek advice and like a softball answer, but when you're in a situation where you're playing in a room in Cincinnati, Ohio, for a lot of people and you're trying to do a good job, it's really frustrating when you can't figure out what the solution is when you just got done teaching four students uh, three hours, four hours before the show, how to play double bass and what good foot technique is. And, And you're looking down at your feet going, come on, I know how to do this. And okay, maybe some of this is outside of my control with electronics and gear and stuff, but I I should be able to figure this out. And you, you just can't. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to go with the flow. And I told Spencer mm-hmm. afterwards, I was frustrated, but I just had to laugh at it. And I had to float my ankles a little bit more and put less pressure on the head so it didn't trigger the head coming back to zero. If you're familiar with yeah. triggers, this makes sense to you. If not, it's it's crazy talk. But uh, <laughs> I was not – I was getting – kick drum hits when I wasn't hitting the kick drum and I wasn't getting them when I was hoping for one <laughs> is, is the best way to yeah. say it. So anyway, you go with the flow and you figure it out. And sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. All right. Next yeah, clip. Good advice. All right. This is also from episode nine. Um, let's see what we got here. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. In the same way for me, the quickest way 
through this struggle of maintaining a relationship with Jesus that is superior to everything else in my life, I think, is falling in love with the record. And every time I hear the song and read the lyrics, I'm reminded of the one that made it. And I'm reminded of how incredible the artist is, the creator mm -hmm. of that album. The one that wrote those songs, wrote those melodies, put those words together. What his message is. What he's trying to accomplish. Yeah. Even if it's just, you know, the pleasure of the song. Just the right. way it sounds. Just the way it makes you feel. What if... I don't. <laughs> I don't like there. listening. That was definitely a drum topic. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like this. I don't like listening to myself. Can we just do your commentary from now on? I don't even know which ones are mine. And which ones are yours? <sighs> okay. Next clip. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's having a Next complex because we're reliving all of these moments in life that he's moved past from, <laughs> moved beyond. I just. I just think it's. It's not, it's too wordy. It, it, it doesn't need to be as flowery as I put it. And um, you know what? At that time, that's, that's where I was at. And I was, trying to, I was trying to figure some stuff out. I think that's what I sound like when I'm trying to figure things out. Yeah, well, what most of you listening don't know is that for the first bunch of episodes, Matt actually thought that I was going to add music behind the episodes. <laughs> so he started saying things. In a, in a certain way that, you know, maybe, you know, the piano would start coming in almost like, you know, yeah. okay, the pastor's starting to finish up his sermon and it's starting to get mm -hmm. real emotional. Altar we're heading into that last worship song and you got to, you know, get, but I just didn't add any music. So that's, <laughs> it's, it's not your fault, Tim. It's mine. I sound like an idiot. Next clip. All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> And so this go. clip is from episode 10. Here we go. And here we go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Holy Ghost Notes episode uh, an intro. number 10. Tim, how you doing? Cool. I'm awesome, man. Double digits. Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't think we'd make it to this point. <laughs> <laughs> I like this clip. I like, I like us great. here. Yep. That's great. That's my we favorite. We double digits. We are now in triple digits. And even back then, we didn't think we'd make it that far. <laughs> I love that someone took the time to pick this clip. It's so great. <laughs> it's like out of everything profound that we tried to say, you're like, nah, none of it was that great. <laughs> We're going with this. They didn't think they'd make it to double digits. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Uh, a plus. That is crazy, man. Because I still remember the, the headspace that I was in back then, like really thinking <laughs> that any any episode really could be our last because it's just like it's only a matter of time before people lose interest and don't want to listen anymore or like life gets too busy and we just have to stop. I mean, this was when I still had I was I only had one kid. So like, mm. you, you know, it was like at some point there's going to be more kids who knows what's going to happen with the job. Like, it was just like, you know, we're just riding this. It's fun and we'll see where it goes. <laughs> but like, it was so early on, man. It's just like, like listening to it makes, brings me back to that. And now oh, it's like man. such a big part of my life. Like this podcast is, 
such a huge part of my life. Like that was before the inner circle. That was before, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it was so early on. I mean, you can hear before, the echo in the room. Like, I, I didn't have a microphone. <laughs> I was using <laughs> my headphones sitting in my kitchen at the table, and you wanted to do video, and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do video. That means I have to, yeah, I have to look nice, you know, because then we're gonna start recording video, and yeah, <laughs> and it's like. Okay. Yeah. Now I have all of this gear. I'm able to record remotely and we pay $700 a year for a Pro Tools subscription. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's crazy, man. Oh, it's, it's great. Nuts. I like I, that one. I can't believe it. Yeah, that was, that was fun. So that was episode 10. Uh, next clip is a little bit longer, quite a bit longer, actually. Uh, and it's, it's uh, from episode 18. So okay. I've got it up here and ready to go if you're ready. Ready? And here we go. Right, let's do it. You know, parenting and, and I think, you know, that's one thing for me that that has been huge for me in my faith is is just seeing um, bits and pieces of myself in my son mm-hmm. and um, starting to understand God's love in a different way. Um, I also realized very quickly that I'm not a patient person. <laughs> I always regarded myself as someone that was relatively patient, and uh, <laughs> I am not. I'm not a patient person. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so how, how, for you, would you say, um, how has oh boy. being a parent changed your perspective on oh, God or changed must be your a guess. relationship with God? I think with that, it's Caleb. It's, Yes, I was gonna the say thought, you're not talking I, to me. I, I heard it my whole life. Growing I love up, that I Caleb's on here because it seems mm-hmm. like a foregone conclusion that that he God gave his son to die for us. And I was driving someplace the other day. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I can't think of something that would be like you take your daughter and you let her knowingly let her die. And this, whatever, you could eradicate this disease, you could do this, this, this. And I mean, and it makes me feel selfish to be like, oh, if someone would come up to you and say, like, would you let your daughter go? And then cancer is gone. Hmm. My gut reaction is absolutely not. Like, I don't, I, I don't want those <laughs> yeah. people to die of cancer. I, I, it's brutal of and course. it's awful. And it, that is, I guess, by nature, a selfish decision to make. But it's like, no, no way, man. Like, I love her so much. <laughs> so to think like, oh, holy yeah. smokes. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a very visceral mm. way to feel that love that he has for us. Hmm. Man, that's a great clip. I totally forgot uh, about that. I did too. Wow. So one thing I want to say <clears throat> about Caleb Kilmer is I knew when he came on and did the episode that uh, it was just cool to have someone like him on because mm-hmm. I've been friends with him for a pretty long time but I I don't get to talk to him that much anymore because we don't have the drum business and um, we're both pretty busy and we don't have that common bond yeah so when he came on I remember the episode finished and I guess he got out of I, I think we were recording together or whatever it was I left and I was like man Caleb is so awesome he mm-hmm. he is he's so fun you can hear it in his voice he's, he's just 
full of jokes and uh, he always makes me laugh, but he is a really deep thinker and makes really good points. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, that is a perfect example of yeah. being genuine, like Adam Gray genuine and honest, but also pointing to just how amazing it is that we believe in a God who did the thing that he's, he's talking about, right? As a parent saying, I just can't imagine. Can you imagine what, what would it have to be for you to do that? Mm-hmm. And it really makes you rethink it. It's, it's not a Sunday school lesson anymore. It's not some yeah. cartoon or um, caricature of Christianity. It's like, wait, this is real. And can you imagine doing that? Caleb has always had that ability to bring it down to earth and just be like, all right, let's get real about this. Yeah, that's true. I love him. And not to mention, like, I'm pretty sure Caleb was our second guest and he had to follow up Aaron Gillespie. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> it was like Aaron Gillespie and then Caleb Kilmer. But mm-hmm. man, he knocked it out of the park. And it was just such a fun episode. Like I yeah, well, I, I that's still right. Gillespie was our first. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bummed there's not a come onto the podcast. I, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Gillespie just got off. You wanna? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys guy. talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I just remember that was like in the thick of the, um, he was like doing those, uh, what you called mantras and he was not exactly. happy with that description, but, um, <laughs> yeah, was, he was doing well, it wasn't those, the right uh, word. <laughs> it wasn't the right word. <laughs> it, it was, was not the was right not. word. <laughs> yeah. Adam Gray sounds but, like uh, a, yes. uh, robot trying to play like a human. Mac Reiner sounds like a. Human. human trying to play like a robot. Trying to play like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think Caleb loves making fun of me, and I love Caleb yeah. for that. But really the funny. a part of me gets hurt just a little bit every time he does it because I like him so much that it's like, oh, dude, I let you in, and you... You want the... Yeah, you know, you want the respect just, and the... Yeah. yeah, like, I can deal with people saying things about me. That's fine. But you? And there's, like, a couple yeah. people that can get through. Caleb. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that well, that gets an, That was a good clip. That, that gets an A for me. That gets an, That's above yeah, average. That gets an A for sure. For sure. Uh, so next clip is only two episodes later, uh, episode 20. Mm-hmm. I think I know which episode this is. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's very short. It is short. Um, but let's do it. You ready? Episode 20. Okay, here we go. Here we go. But it's going to be a good 2020. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> I can't always trust, like, my intuition or my feelings, but I feel like it's going to be a good year. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's... Um, I, f- like, feel regretful about it or something. Like Sorry, I didn't. I don't feel like I heard the word "feel" enough. Can we play it again? Just let's play one more time. Okay, I'm gonna play it again. Yeah, there we go. It's gonna be a good 2020. I'm I'm really excited. Um, I can't always trust like my intuition or my feelings, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's gonna be a good year. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's um, I. 
like feel refreshed. I can't or something. always I trust. <laughs> I feel refreshed. Ah, <laughs> oh, so Tim. in my defense, in my defense, <laughs> so 2020 ended up being a pretty terrible year for most people. <laughs> But in my defense, was it really that bad? I got um, a lot of clarity myself. I learned a lot. I became a better person because of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, in this I podcast, hear, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I can't tell if you're being facetious or not. I, I legitimately had a really good 2020. Yeah. Um, obviously, there were a lot of challenges, but the things that were negative for me were pale in comparison to what other people went through. So I, I kind of feel bad saying this, that I yeah. had a really good 2020, but I had a really good 2020. I can't say otherwise and be honest. Um, I was able to actually be home. I built my studio. I renovated some stuff in my house. I started dating my now wife. I was actually home to date <laughs> my now wife. Like there were a lot of good things that happened because we were shut down as a band. Yeah. Um, so it was actually true in my case, but we, we believe we, I heard you say you felt refreshed as if 2020 was going to be what I, I heard a pastor say. It's like 2020 perfect vision, clarity. And I remember going into the year being like, okay, this is going to be such a great year. And then everything. Blew yeah. Up. But, but dude, in like looking back to that year, it's, ex that's exactly what it was for me. Really? Yeah. I got, I got so much clarity, mostly on like just life, people, relationships, like true colors showed through in 2020. I mean, okay. Well, like I got, you're a, I, but you're a glasses half full kind of guy too though. So what? That's true. That's true. There were I mean, negatives. It was there were I certainly remember, negatives. I'm not, I remember you saying things that were like, this is, this is pretty rough but you're able to look back now a couple years 2020 was rough in a few ways good. yeah there was like a like a pretty big like spout of depression if i remember correctly in 2020 for me mm -hmm. but all in all um like i learned a lot about myself i learned a lot about other people the uh social leash if we can call it that was severed there what was does that no mean? it just means like we, like there is now the excuse that like we can't see each other we're quarantining mm -hmm. there's we're not supposed to you know and so like i'm the type of person where i want to maintain relationships if anyone's like hey you want to do this hey are you available hey are you free hey can you do this for me can you do this i'm a yes man oh, okay. and so that was all of a sudden an opportunity where it's like i can say no mm -hmm. i can actually examine like what is for me i realized a lot about myself just in that I'm, I thought I was a, a major extrovert and found out that I'm not actually that extroverted in a lot of ways. Like being home, just being with my family, not having these uh, obligations, these external obligations, like it was really helpful for me. It did mm. a lot of good. Um, I really worked on my marriage. It was like, you know, so many good things came awesome. out of that. And it was refreshing in a way that like, all we did was like relax watch mm -hmm. tiger king 
Remember that show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say that was a negative. That was a negative. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. But, okay. but I can't, I can't really was give myself a too much complete flack. waste of time. <laughs> so, so And at the same time, time, 100% worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's such a defining factor of that year for me. Yeah. It's like forgot 2020. About this, oh, yeah, yeah, Tiger King, Tiger King. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> well, I love that clip, and um, I hear what you're saying, and honestly, I appreciate the fact that you're a glasses half full kind of guy, and I, I think that that's the way you see it. For me, personally, it it was a really good year. I can empathize with people who had a really tough year, and yeah, I am, I know a lot more of them than people that had the experience that we had. So I, I would consider us really fortunate. I, th- I think generally speaking, it's pretty, yeah. um, pretty funny that you were just so feeling about the feeling that you had feeling refreshed yes. going into 2020. It's certainly, if, uh, it's going to be paradise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Episode. That one uh, was from Ken Zapla. I know exactly. Ken, Ken loves that clip. That's his favorite clip. So. Ep- <laughs> episode. <laughs> I do too. Good job, Ken. <laughs> episode 21. You ready? Yeah, episode 21. Right. Let's do it. Here we go. Wow, what do you say to him? I used to say like, hey, how are you doing? And I didn't mm-hmm. even realize I was saying, how are you doing? After this week, talking to a few people, um, I realized, man, like now, instead of saying that, I'll say, hey, how is everything? How's mm-hmm. it going? I think I know when this was recorded. Yeah. I think it was because of Ash Soon at Zildjian Live that I said that. Ah. I think, or Aaron Spears, because those okay. are the two guys, Ash Soon and Aaron Spears, who changed the way that I. That's, that's a strong way of saying it. Made, made me rethink how I ask someone about how they're doing or just th- think about the question that we always ask How you doing? How's everything yeah. going? Because yeah. when Aaron Spears talks to me or texts me or, or we talk, it's, it's not how are you doing. It's he gives you a hug and he says, is everything good? How's everything going? You know, and, and you can just see that he's, he's waiting to hear the truth and not just mm-hmm. be on his way. And when I met Ash soon at Zildjian Live, that guy is makes you feel like a million bucks. Just if you're listening to this right now, think of a person in your life who makes you feel who you like being around. Okay. Think of a person you like being around and now think of how they are when you're telling them something about your life or the kinds of questions they ask you and, and how they listen to you when you respond. Because for me, uh, there are a couple people who, I, I really like being around, like, like I'm excited to see them. And when you think about it, when I think about it, it's because they make you feel really special. Like mm-hmm. they can't wait to find out about what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? You know, what have you been up to? How's everything going? Mm-hmm. And that's not common in my, that's not really all that common in my life. There's mostly takers people want to just take and consume and use yeah and not not mm. not in a way that is bad it's just human nature and, and then you meet a couple people like ash soon or aaron spears 
or my pastor, Bryce Taylor, who I, I really like being around. And when you pull it down, it's actually kind of selfish. <laughs> you're like, well, yeah, you like being around them because they make you feel like you're somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, of course <laughs> you like being around them, you selfish prick. Like that's <laughs> kind of the way I feel when I actually boil it down. But you know what? It, it makes you realize that um, you can be better at yeah. doing that with, with people and not in a way where it's anything other than like you legitimately care about them. Yeah. You might legitimately care and they don't feel like you do. Well, there's a way to let them know that you do. And it's, it's not mm-hmm. through like a, hi, how are you? It's like, hey, right. how's everything going? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you're learning. Tell me what's, what you're doing, you know, and it doesn't have to be five minutes long, but just care. Show that you care. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You know, I don't know when exactly it happened, but it probably was around this time. Could have been inspired by this conversation, but I've, I've noticed now I like, I can't just send a text like, Hey, how are you? And then ask a favor. <laughs> like I can't do it anymore. Like I have to give it a day almost like I'll say, Hey, how are you? <laughs> Genuinely like, cause I want to know how they are and I don't want to just be like, Hey, how are you? here, can you do this for, Hey, are you available? Like, yeah. you know, uh, because I like, I like subconsciously can't get myself to do it anymore. Uh-huh. Like I have to like <laughs> give it space and then maybe, maybe a couple hours. Like if the conversations ended it like, Hey, by, by the way, are you available for this? Like, I'll think about it initially. Like I got to text this person, see if they still have this thing that they can lend me or, you know, see if they're around to come help me with something. But first I haven't talked to them in a few weeks, a couple months. How are you? Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when it feels appropriate, then I can yeah, ask a question. Because you know, you're, you're not using them then. You, yeah. You show that you you care. I mean, even if, if you do care, it's just a more um, caring thing to do than like, hi, how are you? Can you do this for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I want... I want it to be genuine when I'm asking that. Genuine. I want it to be like if I'm if I'm if I'm reaching out for the first time in a couple months, I want to make sure that like I'm starting by you know saying how are are you okay? Like what's yeah. going what's new? Like and and actually giving them the space to answer it. So, yeah, that's That's good. That's good. I like I that. I give that uh B+. Plus. I, I B+. Plus. That was a really cool time in my life, that's Zildjian exactly. Live, March 2020ish, if that's when yeah. it was. So this next clip is also from episode 21. Okay. Uh, And it's about the same length, so we'll give it a shot. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. Who is allowed? Who are you giving permission to, to guide you? Yeah. And encourage you and to tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. I want that person, I want that voice to be God's. And I believe it should be God's. I also believe that there are people put in our lives, including and not limited to your spouse, who have the ability and should have the permission to do that. Yeah. Hmm. That's wild. Pure pure crap. (laughs) Definitely the drum topic. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that guy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is another kind of softball, in my opinion. It's, I said a lot without, I said a lot of words, but just said something (laughs) that I I feel like everybody knows, which is 
the people closest to you should be able to tell you right from wrong. But I, I think it points to maybe something deeper that I'm, I'm getting better at now, which is um, I'm currently being mentored in a program um, called Men of Iron. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is based on iron sharpens iron, the verse in the Bible where it, it talks about really being mentored, being accountable to somebody. And I've realized that for a while I haven't really had skin in the game in this way. You and I have talked, and that's probably the closest I've gotten to actually allowing someone to really speak into my life. Yeah, somebody can say something. But are you the one driving the conversation? And the way that this is set up is it's protege-driven. So the mentor is mentoring the protege. I am the protege, and therefore the burden is on me to do the work to Mm -hmm. set up what we're going to talk about to hit my hit my marks or hit my goals and I really like that and it's uh it's something new for me but I think that that's maybe the reality of what I was talking about back then even though I wasn't really doing it uh, yeah I, I, I might have here and you know here and there I I knew it conceptually or you know theoretically but it took me a little while to get to where I am where I I think I actually just like needed to figure out that I could trust someone again yeah. In a place yeah. of authority or leadership, because I struggled with that for a while <clears throat> and uh, got to a place where I can. Yeah, I think so. Episode 20, I, and I was just looking to confirm, uh, it is the Zildjian Live episode, but it's also uh, the, the faith topic was, uh, who are you listening to? I think this is a topic that, uh, I mean, in life, this is something we should constantly reexamine. But uh, it's probably a topic that we could actually touch on again, because it really is important to f- to, to know what it is that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me, at least with my personality type, that um, you know, even the, the music that I listen to can influence my mood. You know, and I know that for a fact because when I'm feeling a certain way, I'll go to certain types of music to almost uh, validate my feelings. You yeah, know, even though I, I know these are not these are negative feelings and I shouldn't be feeling them but I just want to feel it and I want to feel it to the max. So I'm going to listen to this music and I'm going to like, yeah, like whatever it is, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to feel it even, even stronger, you know? So like what you listen to, who you listen to, who you let speak into your life, who you go to for truth is, uh, is huge. And really, you know, one false move on, on that front can set you spiraling, spiraling in the wrong direction. Try saying spiraling. I know of a tougher word. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's one of the hardest words to say in the English language. What is that? Um, Anti... Anti Anti-disestablishmentarianism? Try again. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Try again. (laughs) Anti-disestablishmentarianism. That was pretty good. That last one. Sorry. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Do you know what that means? Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it means being uh, uh, oppose, opposing the dis... dis, ins, dis my God. <laughs> opposing the disestablishment of the Church of England. That's what it means. Tim, you are... This is... This is just a. This is just great. 
I love how humbled we both are in this episode. I don't know about you. I'm feeling very humbled by I, the things I've said in the past that just like, you what? What? Okay. Next clip. If there's one thing that I, that I <laughs> realize when I listen back to episodes, it's how often I say, uh, uh, <laughs> how often I say like, uh, it's, and I, I just, I, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. think that I'm pretty articulate when I, when I stop recording, I'm like, yeah, that was pretty good. Like I yeah. said some cool <laughs> words and, you know, made sense of some things. Uh, and then I listen back and, uh, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Glad I'm not the only one. All right. Episode 21, uh, part Another three. Third third clip from episode 21 this one's oh a little boy. longer here we go oh boy all right, all right. here we go <clears throat> my wife would say something and it wouldn't yes hold much it's you meaning, talking but then someone else could say the exact same thing and it would and that mm-hmm. was a really difficult hurdle to navigate it was <clears throat> it was tough to get through um tough to learn and um i think i'm in a much better place now but as we as i realized this past week i don't sometimes I don't listen to my wife. <laughs> sometimes right. I just start talking, and, you know? Right. <laughs> so this is something that, that is really important. And for me, recently, I'm just going to come out and say, I've been in a really dark place. Um, mm-hmm. I've been struggling with depression. 2020 has been crazy as far as dealing with depression, which is not something mm. that I've really had to deal with. And depression is something that you don't, like things don't have to be going wrong in your life for you to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just be depressed. Like it's, <laughs> it's, and it's crazy. So this has been something that I've been dealing with and what I realized and why this is so important is I've been listening to the wrong thing. You know, like um, for me, um, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's all I hear. <laughs> Tim, seriously, you're doing a good job. And Thank you. You're not perfect, and I'm not perfect, and it's okay. I like the fact that you're able to talk about the things you are, the way you are. Honestly, I, I don't remember you saying any of that, but the <laughs> fact that before... We even played this clip. You called out your depression in 2020. Mm -hmm. This was an important episode for you. And I'm glad that someone picked it out because evidently it was important for them too. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a lesson for me in being perfect isn't the point. Being honest and genuine and authentic is. And mm-hmm. that's what you did there. That's the reason it made it into the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's a good point. I mean, um, depression comes when you least expect it. Often when, for, at least for me, when things are going well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you have to be on your guard. And I think, I think the episode that it ended up being in, like the, what are you listening to, mm-hmm. was kind of the perfect episode. Mm-hmm. It just makes a lot of sense because... Um, that's usually when I get depressed is when I'm listening to the wrong voices, you know, when it's, 
when I, when I want to feel something that is non-existent, um, and look in the wrong places. And so like what I said there was really cool because, um, it's true. Like life can be going well. And a lot of people feel guilty about feeling depressed when they really have nothing to complain about mm-hmm. <laughs> when they have good lives, you know, but everyone feels, and that's just something that, uh, we all need to realize and, and be able to be there for each other. Yeah. You know, it's, it's important for us to be understanding towards that, um, mm-hmm. and not judgmental, like, well, you got everything going right in your life. Why are you depressed? You know, that's, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Everyone, not everyone gets depressed, but most people get depressed at some point <laughs> in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because something's going wrong. So that's an interesting way to say it, it, it to that point uh, a little different than what you're saying you're saying from what i hear you saying you're saying things can be going right and all of a sudden out of nowhere you get hit by this mm-hmm. it, to that point flipped around a little while or a lot yeah flipped around a little bit you have someone who doesn't expect they're ever going to be depressed and then something happens in their life and they are. And they're surprised that they're depressed, which makes them even more sad because mm-hmm. they were told that they won't ever feel that way or that bad things will never happen to them. I'll never forget hearing Tim Keller talk about this. This is going back probably two or three years, probably around this time when he, he said, uh, you know, a lot of people are surprised that they go through challenging things and that is harder for them to deal with than the thing itself. Right. And so a good way to preach from the stage is that life is hard and full of pain and suffering and challenges and setbacks. And that if you aren't surprised by them when they happen, you'll be able to face it knowing that it matters and that it's not for nothing. And you're actually not really surprised that it's happening, but you're prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I think that this podcast captured you in, uh, I mean, what was that episode 21? So we were, Mm -hmm. we were almost a year into this and it's pretty, pretty cool that you had built some foundation with the podcast to be able to talk about it like that, because that's, that's not the kind of thing you talk about on, on episode one or yeah. Although we Five. did hit pain. <laughs> Episode one was about pain. Yeah. So uh, It, it was about pain, but it wasn't as personal. You got yeah. really personal there. And that's what yeah, I mean. You, you, you talked about how this is something that happens. And mm-hmm. you really weren't all that surprised by the fact that it, that it happens to you. I, I think that that's, yeah. that's, that's the point I take away from it. That's yeah. a good place to get to, that you that are really prepared good. for it. Yeah. I was just watching a video today actually from Jim Carrey of all people and it actually took me back because what he was saying is that he felt like uh, suffering is one of the ways to salvation. Mm -hmm. That, you know, going through hard things, how you, how you handle those things is it's telling about yourself, but it's also what determines your trajectory. And, you know, he used Jesus as an example, like on the cross, you know, he's been tortured and he's suffering and he's been hung on this cross by these people. And he's looking down at these people 
and he's asking God the Father to forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. You know, and that's, and it's like in his suffering, <laughs> that's his response, you know? And uh, <clears throat> so I think it's like so true. Like I, I, suffering is tough, you know, obviously it's, 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 it's so hard. That's the, literally the definition of suffering. <laughs> it's just going through something <laughs> difficult and it being tough. Um, but like how we respond to it and how we grow from it is unparalleled. And that's mm -hmm. like almost the epitome of this podcast. It's the point. Way. You know, it's the point. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the and point. And every of it. story has that element to it because there isn't, there's no growth. There's no meaning <laughs> without it, you know, which is crazy to say, but like, it's like we are defined, we are groomed, we're refined, we are made better by our suffering. And so for us to say, let's just bypass that, let's just take a shortcut, <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's like saying like, I just, I don't really want to mature. I just want to get from point A to point B and hmm. not really go through it. You know, not really live it. Um, and that's like almost like a foolish way to go about life. I do this weird thing where <laughs> I'm watching. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Um, <laughs> my wife thinks it's pretty funny. And I don't actually. It's, it's kind of serious for me, but she thinks it's funny. <laughs> I'll be watching it's usually military-ish movies like American Sniper, for example. The end of American Sniper, obviously, if you know the story, Chris Kyle survives all these tours and comes home and he's trying to help people around him who have PTSD. And he uh, takes a troubled vet to the range and uh, he's tragically murdered there. And at the end of the movie, there's live real footage of his funeral brigade in Texas going to Arlington Stadium where the Cowboys play, I believe. And whenever someone dies, sacrifices their, their life or something in their life, it's typically their life, but it could be something else, for someone else, for something else, or for, for a country. I, I have this <laughs> sense in me that once, that makes me want to just honor them. And so while I'm watching the movie, in the theater, at home, I, I find myself just like nodding my head <laughs> at the TV, like at the movie, just, if you can't see me right now, I'm just nodding yeah. my head. As if to say, thank you. Yeah. And and it's silly, but if you could see inside what what I what I'm thinking or feeling, it's it's just like tremendous. Like I I feel gratitude and I and I feel honor for them, and I feel honored because of what they did. Mm -hmm. And I know Tim Keller's talked about this quite a bit, where he'd say every great movie points to the man on the cross, a story that we know is true deep down 
We know it's true. It just rings true. It's, it's built into our DNA. Believe it or not, when we see a great movie, it reminds us of the ultimate truth, which is that we were given something we don't deserve. And I think that's what happens when I watch a movie like this, where someone sacrificed for the sake of someone else. And that idea is just so amazing to me. Yeah. Pain and suffering and setback. When I think about you going through something hard and taking it on the chin for your family, for your faith, because you, it's life, right? It just, it, it invokes the same feeling of like, good mm-hmm. job. I'm proud of you. Keep going. And so if you're listening to this and maybe you're in this place and 100th episode, who cares? You just found your way here. If you take nothing else from this, but that, hey, I'm in a really tough place and I don't know what to do. Does any of this matter? Absolutely, it matters. And you keep going because it is actually something that will set you up. The pain and the suffering and the setback will set you up in a way that you wouldn't be experiencing if it weren't for this thing. Yeah. It's because of it. It matters that much. It, it matters more than anything else that you go through it and that you learn and that you take it and that you feel it and that you do the right thing and that you just keep going. Just like yeah. the movies, except it's real life. It's your life. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. All right, next cool. clip. Yeah, we got two more clips left. Jumping uh, ahead for this 86. 100th episode. Yeah, jumping way ahead. <laughs> Years ahead. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be as embarrassing for that reason. Uh, episode 86. Oh, it's a this long one. This one's a little longer. Uh, All right, buckle up. All right, here we go. Here we go. You were saying a lot of people, when they go through things, they don't want to see the the, the beautiful side of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, you can call me weird, but I believe everything happens for Mm -hmm. a reason, and we're always in the right place at the right time. and I, I, people think I'm a little wild, but I'm like, my my accident was a gift. And, you know, uh, and even when I go through bad, even when we go through bad things and I like mess up, like I get angry or I'm like, man, this, I'm just not getting any better. It's like, I learned a lesson. Through you know, it's like, I always, so I'm always one of these people, it's like, we're always in the right place at the right time and everything, uh, there's, there's a reason to everything. Mm-hmm. I think, um, if I can add to that, I, I think you're, I think you're onto something that I've been thinking about. Um, I have a very close friend who's going through, they're currently separated, but it, it's looking like, it's not looking great. And I was talking to him about it and I said, it's the worst. I've been through that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I said to him, I said, I just had this thought. I don't know where it came from, but what if this, what if her leaving is a better situation that what then what might have happened five years down the road like in other words what if this saved you from something worse no you're right and uh and i've had some other instances that have happened since my accident that have been like crazy like i I can't even talk about but uh i'm seeing god through it all you know and it's like i know it's god going it's almost like when we get to a level where we've lost our thing, it was 
saved it. And like uh, my friend Corey, his wife, uh, had said a point, or I think she had, or someone said that like someone has said a thing that people that passed on, it was God. A lot of like my mom, my friend Corey, was taking them before something. It would have been really, or something like that. And that, I know that sounds, you know, like dark or what. You know, like my nephew was handicapped and mm-hmm. couldn't walk or talk his whole life, and he died when he was uh, ten, I think. Um, but it, like, mm-hmm. it was a, he, he's the closest thing to God I've ever seen. But I always would be like, I didn't understand like why he would be. But mm-hmm. through his life, he touched, and he still is, you know. But so it's like in the worst scenarios. Yeah. God absolutely the strongest. Hmm. Wow. Dude, we couldn't have set that one up better. <laughs> Suffering. If I think of one episode <laughs> that like seriously changed my life as a person. Yeah. That that is the episode. Like cuz and you guys kind of hear it you know, when, when you're listening to the episode, but I could, we could see it. We were talking Mm -hmm. to him and he was, he was suffering. Mm -hmm. Like he was uncomfortable. He almost didn't even do the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, he told us that I forget at what point in the episode, but he actually says like, I was considering like just saying, I can't, I can't swing it today. And I think Matt, you had texted him earlier in the day because you felt, Mm -hmm. you kind of felt it coming and you Mm -hmm. just like sent him some encouragement um, and man, I, you know, I'm not surprised that clip actually made it into like the best of, so to speak, because, um, we got so much good feedback from people who, uh, were touched and whose lives were changed because of what Dallas had to say. Um, so yeah, talk about suffering, uh, leading to, uh, salvation <laughs> leading to, uh, you know, I mean, he doesn't regret anything that happened. He, he's, he, he's thankful for it. It's insane. Hmm. It's hmm. crazy. Wow. You if said you it best. To that episode, go back and listen to that episode, episode 86. We, we couldn't have yeah. set that up any better and <clears throat> we didn't even know it was coming. Yeah. All right. Episode 98. That's very, it's, that was what? two episodes ago <laughs> what's sad is it was two episodes ago and i can't remember what it was about and it's, and it's only three <laughs> seconds long so i'm gearing up for this one i don't know uh, okay it's probably uh, yeah all right so all right, so go. you ready for this three, three this is the last clip of the two, episode two one two, <laughs> but it's not ah. worth the anal pain <laughs> no. that's oh. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we've learned one thing today that uh, pain is uh, it is worth it <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you just feel edified listening to oh Holy Ghost Notes podcast <laughs> Talk, talking to <laughs> <you>, Dallas <laughs> lays something on that's real powerful real emotional and then we uh, <laughs> ended off with that one <laughs> if that's any indication of where we've come from episode 86 to episode mm-hmm. 98 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> been all over the map all over the uh, map I would say That's I'm embarrassed but I'm not I'm proud I'm not. of what we've built here I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Me too. Me too. Uh, we take you up and then we drop you. <laughs> it's a roller coaster ride, guys. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, man. So that's it. That's it. A hundred yeah. episodes. And that's all we have to show for it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'd actually love to hear for anyone uh, listening. Um, you know, those were some of the inner circle picks, and those are the inner circle picks. But if if you're listening, uh, hit us up because I I would actually genuinely love to hear what some of your favorite moments were in Holy Ghost history. I know it's a lot to ask to say pinpoint the episode and you know timestamp of of your favorite moment but uh yeah but if you have it on the top of your mind shoot it over i'd love to hear it well maybe you only you know not everyone's listening to every episode so maybe That's there's true like here's a good example i remember a tim keller sermon i listened to years ago that still my favorite and I, i've listened to others but there's one that mm-hmm. i just will never forget and it's yeah. usually if i were to guess it's probably if you listen to Holy Ghost Notes for a little while, it's it could be one of the first episodes you heard because that's just how nostalgia works. Mm-hmm. Could um, have also been one that you listened to at the right time. At know? the right time, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It just hit you, resonated, you know. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, I want to say thank you to all of you who have listened to this podcast and uh, have followed along. I, I sincerely am glad that this is a part of my life and that I've been able to do this. It has been a total pain in the butt so much of the time. I mean, if you could see me right now, (laughs) I have wires everywhere in this hotel lobby. There was a person vacuuming earlier. I was really hoping they weren't going to get any closer. You know, you're just... That's so frustrating sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's so worth it. Yeah. We wouldn't still be doing this, obviously, if we didn't have an audience. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. uh, it's so cool that we get to do this. Yeah, agreed. Thank you, guys. And there probably isn't a better episode to thank the Inner Circle, who uh, seriously, we would not have, we would not be doing this if it weren't for them, their support. Uh, the community that's built underneath it, just encouraging us, continuing the conversation. And with that being said, I do have a shout out to a new Inner Circle member. So welcome. Wow. Welcome, Eric Klingenberg. Great name. Welcome to the Inner Circle, man. Thank you for your support. Um, You have the honor of being shouted out on the 100th episode. Mm -hmm. It's going down in history. It's great. But uh, looking forward to getting to know you. And uh, thank you, everyone in the Inner Circle and everyone listening. Um, like Matt said, it's it's an honor. It's, uh, it's a pain in the butt to coordinate <laughs> this and to, to be consistent. And um, But it is fulfilling. It's fun. Um, as we've realized today listening to these clips, as embarrassing as some of embarrassing. them Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, we've... Uh, We've been through a lot. We've had a lot of conversations that have gone all over the map, you know, and uh, and that's just really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of great memories that you know speak to a lot of different parts of our lives. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So thank you all for being a part of that. I have a card from my 
wife that says open on 100th Holy Ghost Notes podcast recording day. Is it all right if I open this? Yeah, do it, man. Okay. It's a little tired looking because it's been in my backpack on tour for a month. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I get to decide if I can read this or not out loud. (laughs) 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 All right. Just a note to say, congratulations on 100 Holy Ghost Notes episodes. Holy Ghost Note episodes. (laughs) You know, I mess up a song that I wrote for ABR called Provision, and sometimes I call it Provisions. (laughs) And then other times I call Division, Divisions. Yeah. Divisions, Division. Yeah. I'm not I'm not good at yeah. this. Floral. It's whatever. HGN episodes. We'll go with that. You've worked so yeah. hard for this. So super <laughs> thrilled for you and pumped for you and Tim to have reached this incredible milestone. Let's say that's a good word for today. Mm-hmm. Wow. You both have built something so beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring to be proud of. Soak in this moment together and keep it going. Enjoy the celebration and fruit of your efforts. Excited with you. Your wife, Annie. Thank you, honey. That's beautiful. And thank you to um, Tim's wife as well for putting up with our crazy hours and busy lives. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Our wives get... get (laughs) Our wives are superhero status. Lots of thanks. Oh, my gosh. We're just over here, you know, talking talking into a microphone. They're the ones that are doing the real work. That's right. That's right. Man, this is awesome. 100 episodes. Thank you so much for following along. I can't believe it. It's incredible. And it's also really late, and I have a show today. It's after midnight. Yeah, I have to work in a few hours. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it goes, though. This isn't the first time, and it won't be the last, that we're recording into the following day. No, so. it's worth it. It's worth the pain, it's the suffering, it. and the four and a half hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, man. Well, this has been great. It's been good. Congratulations to you. Seriously, thank you for... Congrats uh, to you as well. Thank you for sticking with me, this podcast. It's been, uh, it's been Same awesome. Same here, man. The feeling's mutual. Appreciate you. All right. You guys know what time it is. I know what time it is. Yeah. You know what time it is? I know what time it is. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess it's time to say. It's, it's time. Peace. Peace.